So like I said before, typically just going to give you a rundown, ask a couple questions, just raw, naturally talk, cool. and then go from there. So we are here at the Tat Chat Podcast Studio, and I am here with... Manny Hernandez. And what's your Instagram? Uh, at Manny underscore the machete. Okay. And where do you work at? How long have you been tattooing? Just a little bit about yourself to uh, make sure to hook on the people who are listening. Uh, I work at Hand of Faith Tattoo in Phoenix, Arizona, and I also own it. Um, and I've been tattooing, I think I hit 13 years this year. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, it's been a while. What type of tattoos? Uh, a lot of traditional, like mainly traditional stuff. Uh, yeah, that's pretty, pretty <laughs> much it. I do a lot of like mandalas and like all that stuff too like okay. in that style. Okay. Okay. So just for everyone who's listening and watching, um, yeah, traditional as fuck. Yeah. Like, like traditional as fuck. Yeah. I mean like all my favorite tattooers are just like, even when I started tattooing, I, I like gravitated towards like a lot of dudes that had already been tattooing and doing it in like 10 plus years. Mm -hmm. And, uh, when, I got my apprenticeship. I was showing, uh, I don't know if you know him, Dave Ritchie. Yeah, I know who it is. I know who yeah. your mentor is. Yeah. Yeah. So Dave, like when I came in, I was like always attracted to like this like corner of flash that he had in the walls and the shop I learned at, like that shit was like bombed in fucking flash. Mm -hmm. It was sick as fuck. And, uh, I was always attracted to like this one corner and he made me trace 10 pages of flash a day. So my fucking hand was just falling <laughs> off all the time. And, uh, it was like Lee Hanna and, uh, Uzi flash. And I would just trace the nice. fuck out of it over and over and over again. And, uh, when he noticed that he was like, well, if you like this shit, like you need to check out these dudes. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like sailor Jerry Ed Hardy, all that shit. So all those guys are like my biggest influences. And that's why I kind of like stick to that style. And it's not really like broken down, like more East coast, like traditional it's more like that like real bright like texas style traditional mm -hmm. if you yeah, know yeah, I mean. yeah for sure absolutely like i love that shit like it, it's like the perfect blend to me of like old school with like a new school taste and touch on it like brighter colors and yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit like that yeah not, not like 900 pounds of black and yeah shit. see and that's what i feel like i tell people too is a lot of the newer tra traditional guys that are killing it now we're just doing a modern version of what people were doing back in the day. The heavy, heavy black is rad, but we only do it when it's necessary now. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not as popular as it was before. Where it was like, you know, 85% black and the rest color. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, it was like that whole, like, I'm sure you have heard it, like the the rule of thirds where it was like yep. one, third, uh, one third black, one third color, one third skin. Yep. And I think people like kind of took that like too literal mm -hmm. and then also forgot like, Yo, your fucking lines are black too, dude. Yeah. Like you just got rid of half of them with that shading. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So when I would notice that just in other tattoos, I was like, ah, oh, like that's a cool tattoo, but I would see it healed on somebody like that I had done and I put mm. too much black in it. I'm like, fuck, like why did I do all that techy ass line work in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all fucking gone now. Yeah, yeah. So um started just like leaning more towards that like Texas style or like Mike Malone did it a lot in his mm -hmm. flash and yep. shit where it was like, there wasn't even black in some parts and it, it just looked fucking sick. Yeah. It brought other stuff forward and backward. Even those are traditional tattoo. Yeah. Hell yeah. And like, just like that, when I discovered his stuff and then like saw a lot of like the, they were the, like the Ed Hardy, like magazines. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it would they like there's a Godzilla back piece in that fucking thing <laughs> that I was just like, what the fuck? And it was done in like the seventies, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, how the fuck is this dude doing this crazy ass shit like back then? Yeah. So instead of like like when you first like we're doing your apprenticeship, instead of it being stuff that kind of brought you like kind of over it, it kind of brought you into it. You were doing stuff, tracing stuff that you were already kind of getting hooked on. So it kind of brought you in. Instead of you being annoyed or flustered, you were like, this shit's dope. I'm going to keep fucking doing it. Yeah. So I would keep fucking tracing that shit. And then Dave would kind of notice like, hey, man, all your fucking tracings are just the same traditional thing. fucking <laughs> flash. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know, doing shit that I like. You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, then uh, he was like, all right, no more, no more tracing that shit. Like, you need to trace like everything else. Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck. God damn it. Okay. And like trying to trace like an old, like fucking Paul Booth, like skull fucking yeah. weird. Swiss cheese like, thing. Nah, I'm like, nah, I don't nah, even nah. know what the fuck <laughs> is happening here. Like my brain doesn't work like that. It's like works real flat. You yeah, know? yeah. 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 And I think that's why I gravitated so much towards like traditional mm -hmm. was, uh, it just had that more like flat graphic look rather than like realistic, like super depth, like, crazy look to it you yeah know? yeah um and then even when i started tattooing like my first few tattoos were like from that flash that i was like in love with yep and dave like noticed that too he was like no no more no more yeah. traditional get over this yeah. shit <laughs> and he was like i, I understand like what you want to do but i can't set you up to fail i'm like send you into the world mm -hmm. um only knowing how to do that stuff when this was you know 14 years ago when you still had to be like a street shop tattooer yep, to absolutely. like make money, yep. you know, like you couldn't like go into the world and be like, I specialize in this and people be into it. Yep. 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 Like it was right nowadays. It's crazy. It's so much different now. Now people yeah, only dude. do certain shit and it's fucking wild. Cause you'll see like a, an apprentice who like they're good as fuck at painting traditional flash yep. and like all yep. this shit. And you're like, God damn, like that's fucking sick. But like, can you tattoo a cursive, yep. cursive name? Yeah. You know what I mean? like, yeah. And nope. nope. Yeah. Like, can you do like that Chicano style, like fucking super flowy cursive, you know, like, yeah. cause that's what you're going to be tattooing at the beginning that yeah. and fucking stars and mm -hmm. Paul Prince and just like little shit like that. So Dave, I was at the time I was like, man, fuck you. Like I want to tattoo the shit mm -hmm. that I like. And then after my apprenticeship, when I was working in shop and like actually taking walk-ins and shit, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Like at least I know how to now draw. Now it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I can, I can take all the stuff that I did learn a little bit, apply it to these like quote unquote, like easier tattoos and like make them nice. And even then dude, like fucking infinity symbols, dude, when I was tattooing a lot of them, I was like, yo, that shit is hard as fuck. Dude. I tell people all the time and no one ever listens. I feel like the tattoos that are so simple and that we don't want to do are way harder because they're less forgiving. Oh, fuck we can it. hide everything. Let's be real. We can hide anything on everything, but you're doing something just in a very simple. What do you get to hide? Dude. How you going to hide it? Yeah. Or it's like that. And then it's a cursive name in the middle too. So it's yeah. like, if you fuck anything <laughs> up, you're like, Oh fuck. Dude. No shading. No nothing that, you know, or like anything that's just an outline. That's like yep. simple. And they're like, Oh yeah, I want to tattoo like, kind of fine line it's like fuck, i gotta tattoo this in a five <laughs> or a three you're like kind of sweating you know yeah um but i'm so glad that like he did that because it sharpened me yeah, so yeah, yeah much you know and in my apprenticeship too i wasn't allowed to tattoo like anything other than like a three liner and a seven man that's right? crazy it's actually funny so i actually met him your mentor and uh uh at one of his shops 
And I remember him talking about like, man, you guys use a big ass fucking needles and you guys can't do blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, you're telling me I should do a traditional tattoo with a five right now. Fuck that. Dude. Fuck that. Yeah, so, dude, get this. Like, when he did that shit, like, he would just give me, like, whatever, a pack of fucking 50 fucking three liners from, like, oh gosh. whoever, like, Mithra. I remember Mithra back in the day? Like, just not good needles. And, um, and you'd still have to kill it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but uh, so like get like you know have you ever lighter popped like a yeah, needle? Yeah, absolutely. I would lighter pop a three, dude, and that shit would look like a fucking eight round. Dude, like I would like turn my machine up and just fucking graze the skin on the top, and it was like the the spread out of those needles. It was like almost like they were like in a flat, so mm-hmm. it would like leave yep. a line like yep. an eight. And my best friend, he has a bunch of tattoos that I did like that on his leg still. And they're fucking blown out and shit. You could, could you see all the line mark, like the needle markings in it and shit? No, dude, they fucking blew out together. <laughs> so it looks like a solid, like oh, decent eight. You know dead. what I mean? But yeah. it's like, fuck but it, you dude. knew it was a yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> you know, crazy. and like I had, I would like hide a lighter under my fucking station, and like when he wasn't looking, I was like, gonna say. So he, he he didn't look at your tattoos afterwards and be like, "That's not a three. Yeah, and you're no. like, "Yeah, it was, motherfucker." Well, dude, like <laughs> I fucking love Dave, but Dave. Like, and he'll, he's told like my guys at the shop that work for me, mm. um, when he's come by, like, I, I didn't teach Manny like how to like physically tattoo. Like mm. I taught him, like he taught me a lot of like the mechanics of tattooing, yeah. you know what I mean? Which was like customer service, um, you know, don't be fucking around, give people like the best tattoo you can in the shortest amount of time. Like don't be taking a thousand smoke breaks or yeah, fucking yeah. off. Like don't act like, act like you're annoyed. Like he mm-hmm. really helped me. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny. Cause at the time when he's telling me this shit, I'm like, motherfucker, you don't even do that. Yeah. Like, what are you, how are you going to tell me yeah, yeah. to be nice to people when you're, and you're like yelling <laughs> at people when they come in and he's like, why do you think I'm telling you this stuff? Yeah, yeah. You know? So he would check out my tattoos and he would like look at them and be like, yeah, cool. That looks good. And then, uh, but he was, he taught me more like the business, like, aspect how to approach people how to be nice to people to get them to get what you want Mm. um all that stuff like more of like the the caring side of like customer service slash Mm. whatever the fuck you want to call it you know which is crazy because i mean if you think you know 10 13 however many years over 10 years people aren't teaching their apprentice that like that's like a new thing now people are like oh you have to do these things back in the day 13 years ago that was that's definitely a rarity most people would be like, dude, you're doing a badass tattoo. Fuck it. Get him out. Yeah. And I think like the biggest thing too was like with him, like he, he always told me like, I can't fucking draw, dude. Yeah. Like I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how to draw. Mm-hmm. Like I just like, he was like kind of like that flash jockey dude that he could technically like back then for sure, like <laughs> put in like a good fucking tattoo mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, but if you can draw and then you can also like take all the shit I'm telling you and like kind of like like hybrid that mm-hmm. shit like you're gonna be fucking successful you yeah, know? yeah so I just kind of at first did it uh really like sparingly I was still like a dickhead you know you're young like I was yeah, yeah. 21 when I graduated my apprenticeship so oh, I was nice. fucking super young and I just like even my first shop I was like kind of oh yeah just let me know what you want I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette I'll be right back you know just yeah, doing yeah, stupid yeah. shit like yeah. that and I would get like hard checked by like people, you know, like I worked with my, my brother-in-law at the time and I did that once and I come back in, he's tattooing my customer. I'm like, what the fuck? And then 
we walk outside and he's like, don't ever walk away from fucking someone like that again. Like you need to figure out what the fuck they want and like be in the back. If you're going to be smoking, you need to be drawing that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like don't ever just leave your customer hanging like that. He snuck that shit from you. Yeah. And I was like, motherfucker, <laughs> dude. And I was pissed at the time, but it was a huge lesson. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was really important. Like, oh, okay. Like I get like what he's saying and I understand why he's telling me that stuff. And just being open to that, it was like really important. What do, you, what do you feel like is the difference between, for instance, your apprenticeship 13 years ago compared to, like, maybe apprenticeship nowadays? Because I know, like, what I what I feel is different, but I've also never had an apprenticeship. I'm self-taught, never had a mentor, but there are some big changes. I'm just curious if you, you yourself have noticed them or you can tell that there was a big difference. Yeah, I feel like, because I've been around a lot of apprentices, mm-hmm. um, a lot of, like, the apprentice style now... Uh, it just like it really does focus more on like the art aspect, which absolutely. is is sick, you know. Like absolutely, that's cool. But like sometimes I feel like uh, like they get to focus too much on that, and they don't get to watch like the interactions with the customer. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because that is like way more important mm-hmm. sometimes, you know. Because not everybody's gonna like want you to play artist on them, mm-hmm. and like there's a time to be like trade worker craftsman tattooer which is give the person what they want yep and then there's a time to be like tattoo artist draw and creative and yeah shit like that yeah and like especially at the beginning of your apprenticeship no one knows you no one gives a fuck about you if you tell them you've only been tattooing a year they're gonna be like oh fuck yeah like then i want this exactly how exactly yep you, you know yep so i think the main difference is that like they don't get like that interaction so they don't know how to make someone feel comfortable right off the bat like mm-hmm. hey i might only have been i might only be tattooing for like a year but like here's my stuff here's this drawing let me still draw getting him in the you. chair no matter yeah, what yeah, you yeah. know like that i think it's it's just a little lighter you don't get as much like hazing and shit which is 100 good you know like i i'm very like on the fence like because how, how long have you been tattooing uh this is my eighth year of tattooing so like when i first messaged you like Eight years ago on Instagram, you were actually the first person I ever talked to in Arizona. That's when I first started tattooing. Yeah, well, to <laughs> me, so to me, it was like one of those things, dude, where like, why is it like that? Mm-hmm. When like, normally you would get a weird reaction out of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like someone like reaching out that they didn't have an apprenticeship or they just started tattooing and they're like, oh, what's up, dude, blah, blah, blah. And like, they're trying to talk to you, like, yeah. be cool. Most of the time, like, as far as, like, the old school or back in the day, it would be like, who the fuck is this guy? Yep. And, like, I, I get that, like, protect tattooing and, like, kind of don't open it up too much and shit. But in the same aspect, it's like you want to be able to, like, advance stuff. Yep. You don't yep. want it to be, like, stuck. So I hear a lot of people that are always like, oh, man, back in the day, fucking this and this and that. And I'm like, fuck back in the day. That shit sucked. Like, Dude, this is the one thing, and I guarantee you'll agree with me 100%. I just, I just said this in one of my last podcasts. I think tattooers that were tattooing 20 years ago were really good 20 years ago. But I don't know any tattooers that have been tattooing 25, 30, 20 years that are just slaying it now. Yeah, I think there's, there's like... I get what you're saying. Like the, the, the average or person that's not like, Oh shit. Like who the fuck is that guy? You know what I mean? Like, Correct. Like just the average like tattooer. I, I could agree with that. It's like harder know? to, it's like harder to be good now and like stand out now than it was 
25, 30 years ago is what I was getting at. You know what I mean? Like good then isn't good now. Like yeah. there are people I know that have been tattooing three, four years and they eat almost everybody. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. I think the big thing with that though is like people like attached to nostalgia too much. Yep. And then also like not willing to like change with the time. Yep. Which is like. It hurts you, man. Yeah. like It you, really does. You're only shooting yourself in the foot and like. The amount of shit that I've learned from someone who's like who was an apprentice at the time, like I'll use my my buddy Nigel, for example. That dude, I mean, you know, do you he's know dumb he as is? fuck. Urgent, <laughs> yeah, yeah on dumb. fucking Instagram, dude. He fucking kills it. And he's when so he first started apprenticing, I was working at High Noon, and that motherfucker would paint like twenty by thirty paintings, smoothest shit you've ever seen. Draw whatever you could fucking ask, like in his style, like crazy. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how are you doing this shit? Mm -hmm. And then he'd be like, oh, dude, like, here is how to use your reference. Like, fucking blah, blah, blah. This is before, like, pre-iPad shit. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be like, oh, like, okay, cool. And he's like, yeah, just draw it, on, draw, draw it smaller. Shrink all your shit. Mm -hmm. Draw it smaller. So, like, if it gets cloudy, then you know yeah. to simplify then it. You know. And then yep. you blow it up and yep. it's simplified for you. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, okay, cool. I learned so much from, like, him and, like, all that being. And it was because I was open to not thinking I was above him because he was an apprentice. Yep. You know what I 100%. mean? Like we're both here for the same reason. You care about tattooing. So do I. Yeah. And that means I should care about you. Dude, to it, there's, this shit. there are so many tools in a toolbox that yeah. people don't take option. They don't, you know, they use the same tools every time because it's worked, but there's plenty of other tools that do the same exact job, but better, more efficient, whatever it helps. But people are so scared so scared to try something new yeah it's, it's it's crazy how big that wall is for most people yeah it's like the whole like fucking coil rotary debate shit oh like my gosh. and it's like <laughs> dude that's a never-ending fucking thing it's like if we want to be real dude open a coil or open a rotary motor pull that shit apart there's coils wrapped around that fucking spindle it's a fucking coil too so yeah. shut the fuck up what you do you use I mean? right now if you don't I mind use both yeah yeah okay like uh, it's like to me if there's like a million paths and if the goal is start with a stencil end with a really good tattoo it doesn't matter how the fuck you got mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. just do it the best you can yeah that's that's what is like the most important thing mm -hmm. out of all of it doesn't yeah. matter what you use how you get there who taught you what what colors you use what needles you use like who gives a fuck if it's a good tattoo at the end it's a good tattoo. you did your yeah. fucking job and mm -hmm. that's fucking sick and i want to see that shit post it you know? yeah i i hate that that that's a dude i I hate that that's still a debate. The whole coil and rotary thing drives me nuts. Yeah. It drives like, me absolutely nuts, man. Like, I don't know. Did you listen to the, the Baba podcast at all? No. -uh. Oh, my God. Did shit you? on my rotary. Oh, he no, was just dude. shitting on my rotary. <laughs> yeah. I don't, Every I don't time. And, he, and he's listening, I'm sure. He's going to listen to this podcast. Yeah. He was shitting on him. He's like, oh, and, yeah, your little vibrating dildo. And da, da, da. Oh, my God. Here we go. And and that's like no disrespect to anybody that feels that way. Like, I... I I 100% think like people should be familiar with coils Absolutely. because it's like it's part of it though learning your trade mm -hmm. you know learning where things came from mm -hmm. and it's like the same thing with like rotaries if you go back and read I think it's it's either Paul Rogers or Sailor Jerry talks about tattooing with a rotary that someone sent him from the UK mm -hmm. I think and it's Rogers that did that yeah and he get, he's getting he's a kid couldn't figure out how to make it work mm -hmm. or whatever and you get pissed at it throw it across the room go pick it up it still work mm -hmm. he's a, like he's like oh shit yeah, and, <laughs> and it was just, like, this mystery thing. But he's mm -hmm. using a direct drive, you know? So it's, like, they're using those back in the day, too. Like, that's old that's old technology. It's been, it's, like, 
everything in tattoo tattooing has been tried once. Whether yeah, it's like I just think drawing. it's just more mainstream now. So rotary is becoming more popular. So people are starting to bring it up a little bit more. People are trying to make it a more of an issue because of how common it is. But I know some of the baddest traditional artists that use rotary. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's the biggest thing is traditional artists. Realistic tattooers typically don't give a fuck. But yeah. like old school traditional heads, they're like, oh, coil, coil. I'm like, dude, you see Mike Chambers use rotary? It looks the same. Yeah. and It looks the same. Dude, I mean, I think the biggest thing too is like, when do you start caring about your hands? Too Facts. late? Facts. You know? Because like, my hands fucking hurt mm -hmm. when I'm using the goddamn brick machine, like mm -hmm. lining shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I love it, but... My hands hurt. Yep. It's like, so longevity, dude, you know, like, do you want to tattoo forever? Cause I do, mm -hmm. you know? And if that means I have to use a fucking pen, then I'll do it. But if like that's a, that's a pride ego thing at that point, like dude, yeah. you're, you longevity is important. Yeah. And, and that's the thing too, is like, I know those people love tattooing as much as I do. Mm -hmm. So it's like, in reality, like I know you would give it a shot if it meant you being able to tattoo still. Yeah. You know? Five years more, 10 yeah. years more. Or like, like it's, 20 years. You never it, know. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's like anything. It's like, you know, like learning to just like any sort of like health maintenance, hands, taking care of your hands, taking care of your back, taking care of fucking your mental health. You know, yep. any of that shit is like all super important. And it's okay to like admit that it's fucking important. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And try something new. People won't get over it. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a thing 20 years from now. We're going to stop tattooing and it's still going to be a problem. I think it's, it's still going to be a problem. Uh, I think it'll be something new, you know, because at one point or another, like, it's going to kind of be like, okay, they're just both good. Yeah. That's fine. Well, know? that's what I was going to say, too, is think about it. Someone who's starting, ten, say someone starts tattooing 10 years from now, a coil is going to be, like, not the thing to do. People are going to start off the rotary, like, right off the bat. Yeah. That's, that, that, let's be real. It's probably I, what's going to happen. I feel like that's happening currently. Yeah, but know? I mean, like, it's going to be, like, like coils. On, I wouldn't say coils is going to be in the past, but it's almost going to be not as important as it was before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, here's a brand new, you know, rotary. Here you go. Not here's a hand-built coil. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think it's, like, it, it almost should be that way. You know what I mean? Like, cool, learn technique. Moving with the times. Learning, you know, like, how to apply a good tattoo. You figuring out even if you are interested in coils, you know, yep. and if you are cool, well, let's show you some coil shit, yeah, yeah. you know, and like it'll go from there. It's like the same thing with like building needles and like needle bars versus versus cartridges. Oh it's my like, gosh, it's we can't even get into that one because it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> oh, you know, people get mad, and and that was a cool thing with like when I apprenticed to Dave, I was like, oh, do I need to learn how to build needles? Like, what the fuck for? You can just order a box, you yep. know, like yeah, you're, you're not gonna like burn your fingers, inhale a bunch of flux, yeah. get all fucked up to build five needles. There, there's day. a couple artists I know that literally will be like, can you build a needle right now? And you're like, no. And they're like, well, then you should be a tattooer because you, when the supplies are all out and you can't even make your own shit, what are you going to do? Go go work at McDonald's? And well, I'm like, like, man, get, shut yeah, up. <laughs> all those, all the, well, it's like either, either way, like if all the supply demand like washes out and shit, you're not going to be able to get the pins anyway. Like True. Nothing. They all come from China. Yeah. Like, you're fucked. Yeah, whatever. Everything. At the end of the day, what you use, whether it's a coil, whether it's a rotary, I, I agree. I think if you put in a good tattoo, you put in a good tattoo. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's it the, doesn't matter the style. It's weird. I know portrait artists that still use coils. It's weird, mm. but it, they do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's advantages of the bolt. There's disadvantages of the bolt, dude. Like 100%. The maintenance of fucking a coil machine is 
it, it makes you I think that's the biggest want to throw it through yeah. the fucking window, you know? <laughs> Especially if you don't know what you're doing. You're yeah, just yeah. twisting screws and like all that Hoping shit. Hoping for the best. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna fucking get that thing so out of whack, you're gonna be like, okay, I should have just bought a new machine. What do you think the downfall for the rotary is? Uh, I think burnouts of motors yep. and yep. shit, you know? Like, Not, or like the ones that are like bad, that are wireless. It's dead and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, like the battery pack yeah. thing. Like what the but, fuck am I gonna do? I mean, even like that, like, cause what, like, uh, I guess they like make the wands that are like the magnet. Yep. Right. Is yeah, that, yeah. Is that, I guess that would be like the downfall is like dead, and then the the motor has a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You yeah. can only get so many hours out of mm-hmm. it. Okay, okay. Moving on. So we're back, and uh, we went on a break, and I ate some food, and now I'm just I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. We were talking about machines and coils, rotaries, yada yada yada. I tend to ask everyone that's on the podcast similar-ish questions just to kind of get an input from everybody. Yeah, yeah. Do you have anyone in mind that you feel like, not necessarily you look up to, but you feel like is just killing it right now? Maybe they don't have to be, you know, they're not famous or rich or whatever, but just tattoos are fucking sick. Art is sick. Someone that you can just picture right now and you're like, honestly, everything about this person as an artist is fucking fire. Uh, I mean, I, I mentioned him earlier is like nigel mm-hmm. um i think he's like technically one of the best tattooers like i know um personally and then like even outside of that like i haven't worked with him for a while and we don't chat or talk that much but just seeing his like tattoos now like what he's doing like how different they are compared to like not even just in people in phoenix but like Everyone. everywhere mm-hmm. like it's it's something new it's something fresh like i don't know where he gets the inspiration from or what but him for sure uh i think that he's i, don't, I wouldn't say underrated because like i know people know he's a good fucking tattooer but i think people more people should know about him mm-hmm. you know dude it, like, i feel like that's a lot lately i feel like my, like people i like the most are the ones that have like less than 10k followers they kind of just go to work no one like people know about them like locally but like if you were to ask somewhere else no one would know you know what i mean yeah and they're the best ones yeah the and best they're, ones. they're like those like sleeper dudes you yep. know that are like they're just like holding it down for like the hometown or where they live yep. at you know which is like cool it's like almost more important at this mm-hmm. point you know um there's so many fucking tattooers it's hard anyways yeah yeah uh him fuck i mean dude we got like Phoenix is like, as much as like there is a lot of shops here and shit, we got a lot of good ass like heavy hitter shops. One hundred percent. That are like, oh fuck, you know what I mean? Like everybody at twenty seven downtown. Yep. Like I think like Anthony and April. April for sure is like another person where I'm like, just technically like so fucking good, dude. Mm-hmm. Like when I worked with her for a little bit, it was like. Seeing her like pack fucking white. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, mm-hmm. not even irritated, mm-hmm. like, perfect. Like, could get a photo afterwards. And like, I was like, how the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, their whole shop is just fucking amazing. I agree. Like, Anthony, the way that they both like set up and like the aesthetics of the shop and like mm-hmm. it's a little more like boutique or like private studio ish. Yep. And but when you walk in, you're like, damn this place is fucking nice like mm. holy shit um i mean that place fucking um more people should know about like mondo like mondo Ruscon. do mm. you know him yep. yeah like he's 
old, but like <laughs> he's fucking sick. He still rips, dude. Yeah. Like he's fucking really good. That's the dude that taught me to take care of your fucking hands. Cause like mm. he had like a lot of hand like issues. Um, and like people know about him. He's like painted and like all the old heads know about him. But as far as like newer generation, like seeing people do something that's like, it is traditional. Like his shit is traditional, but it's way different than what you yeah. would normally see. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was like a big influence. I met him in my apprenticeship. Okay. So like he would come around and like, I'd be like, oh, I can't fucking draw this thing. He'd be like, oh, just fucking do it like this, bro. Like, super, <laughs> like, and that's how he talks. Like, super mellow, chill. Like, yeah, like, he would just be like, oh, just, like, do it like this. And, like, perfect one line, like, drawing it with a fucking Micron on a fucking. Oh, so you're, like, trying to pencil sketch it, and he's just, like, Micron. Yeah, just fucking the perfect sketch and, like, perfect drawing. Like, and he'd be, like, unfold it or, like, whatever, like, hand it to me. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's a fucking, I'm like, cool, man, like can I use this? And he's like, yeah, just fucking tattoo like that. I don't care. And I'm like, You're like you damn near drew this fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> and he was like, okay, okay, cool. You know, like, and he was, he was sick, dude. Like that, that dude was fucking rad. Um, trying to think, I think for me, like I try to like show like Arizona, a lot of love. Cause I feel like a lot of the time, like I think we kind of get wrapped up in like how many shops are here, mm -hmm. but it's like, Dude, eight years ago, like how many shops were here and how many of those fucking don't exist anymore? Yep, closed down. Yeah, they all go away. So it's like, as long as like we're focusing and doing the shit that we're doing, like those shops are just going to be kind of like the open shut, open shut. Yep. They're going to reopen as a different name. They're going to shut. That's, you know? that's literally what I was about to say next is all the shops that closed down, someone else buys a shop. And they put it right there, and then they close down, and then it happens again. As this, as if someone's gonna get success from someone else's failure. You know what I mean? Like trying to like feed off of it. Yeah, and they don't like account like, oh, maybe that's there's a reason why, why. I failed. Yeah, maybe <laughs> the location sucks, or maybe yeah. like whatever. Maybe there's too many shops right there, or whatever yeah. it is, you know. But even like, fuck, like tattooing in Glendale with all the shops there. Like, if you're good, you're gonna stand out, mm -hmm. and then everyone's gonna be like, the guy in Glendale, just go to go to him. You yeah, know? yeah, and like shit like that. Um, I'm trying to think of like other people like I think it's biased but like all the dudes at my shop I get to work with them every day you know yeah. like Jared Andrew Avi and this the new dude John he's been there a year now he moved here from Virginia and that motherfucker like he does like fucking laser fucking straight perfect lines and like the color is perfect like all that shit like I'm stoked on all those guys like that's always like weird to like hype up your own dudes. Nah, it's not but, biased, man. When you got killers, you got killers. That's yeah. as simple as that. And it's like it is like Avi. I mean, you knew Avi. Mm -hmm. Like you saw him coming up. It's like the shit that he's doing now is like fucking insane, I, dude. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and deny it. I think that your shop is full of badass tattooers, hundred percent. And it's and most shops have good tattooers, but then they got some. Yeah, and there's you like know, you know what I mean, but. <laughs> there's like the dude that kind of like anchors it down you know yeah, like yeah, like he's yeah, yeah helping everybody draw their shit yep. like he's making sure like everybody is like kind of able to like work and make money like whether and that's usually like the owner you know or mm -hmm. whoever it is like hopefully um and that's cool too like whatever but that like those dudes are fucking crazy like i i, I just got back from oklahoma like moved back and I was gone for two years and like didn't even like have to kind of worry about the shop. You yeah. Know? Like I was back every like two weeks or whatever, but I didn't have to worry about it. And the it was other self sustaining. Yeah. Like those dudes were like responsible as fuck. Like 
not only doing good tattoos, but treating customers well, making people feel like good. And we're, we're in the fucking hood. We're on like 44th and, and McDowell, like 44th yeah. Street and McDowell. And I drive, I drive, I've driven past it a few times. I'm like, yeah, it's <laughs> fucking, dude, <laughs> that fucking bus stop right there is like, holy shit. Like, and it's wild, but we just make sure people feel safe and like, it's it's all good you know yeah, that, yeah. that's just how phoenix is like you drive half a block that way it's nice as fuck you yeah drive a half a block this way it's hood and then yeah, yeah. the next box super nice you yeah, know? yeah that's just phoenix how it is um and like again like i said like showing arizona and like phoenix like love because a lot of the time like people like hate on it like oh i fucking hate phoenix or oh i hate arizona mm-hmm. it's like dude we got so much like deep roots as far as like old tattooers go too and like Still tattooers that are tattooing here, yep. you know, like Aaron Coleman and fucking Sage and like all these fucking dudes that are like still killing it. Like yep. Sage is still yep. a fucking killer. Yep. Like, like everything. Like he can freehand letters like I've never seen before. I, when I worked for him, it was he was drawing like an exit sign for like the back of the shop mm-hmm. and just like drew drew two straight lines, perfect old English on a piece of board. And I was like, what the fuck? Like how? <laughs> He's like, you, you can't do that. And I'm like, fuck you. No, what the <laughs> fuck? You know? So like that shit. And I don't know, dude, there's so many, there's a lot of good shops you mm-hmm. know, here, like that are doing great shit that, you know, it's like Josh Carter's shop, like old West. Mm-hmm. They're fucking all killing it. They got a fucking stack of good ass tattoos. I agree. There, you know, like I agree. Crazy. Like I actually reached out a couple of them too for the podcast. Yeah. And they're like, they're dope, all, man. Some people are really dope. Their whole lineup is just like, you could go there, you'll get a fucking good tattoo. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And and that's that's cool to see. And it's like cool. It's like even how I feel with this, I I, I guess I would, like with Nick, like when he said like someone like you, like I, I would group you into that because to me, people might think you're annoying or too loud or too crazy or or whatever it is, you know, like yeah, yeah. they they might like think of you that way, yeah. but to me, you started a podcast. And you care about tattooing and mm-hmm. you care about Arizona tattooing being like heard. Yeah, yeah. That is like super fucking important that yeah, yeah. people don't like realize like how important that is for our tattoo, like mm-hmm. area community, whatever the fuck you want to call yeah. it. It's super important to like kind of breathe this like new life or whatever it is into like our area. Yeah. yeah. The thing about it too is I feel like people are sleeping on us a little bit. Yeah, not even necessarily me. I just think in Arizona, dude, there are a lot. Don't let me pause it. There are a lot of tattooers that shouldn't be tattooing. But the amount of tattooers that we have that are just killers that are just so fantastic that, again, like you said, you can go to that any most of these shops and get a tattoo from any person in there and every single tattoo just be. 100% 100% rad. Yeah. Like 100%. You, you could walk in there and get tattooed by everybody, have a full sleeve, and it'd be sick as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Like get yeah, little yeah. bangers and you'd be dope, you know? I th- but I ahead. think, like, the flip side, too, like like what you were saying, like, with there's a bunch of tattooers here that shouldn't be tattooing. You got to have those ones to make the good ones look extra good. You know what I'm saying? That's, I don't disagree with you. And so I always tell people, like, you might not like it, but there's a fucking seat for every ass, whether yeah. it's like person that like, isn't that good. Hopefully they'll get better. But on the flip side, like they're the reason that you do look even better. Than I was like, I was going to say, I feel like the, the artists that are good that maybe don't have as much hype, they have a little bit more respect because of those tattooers. I yeah. will say that like people look at them like, Oh, I did see this guy down the street, but your shit's just 
like way wow you yeah. know what i mean so yeah I, I agree with that you know like and it's it's like weird because it's like even those people like funnel out like bad clients or rude clients yep you know well, the ones that are like gonna come in and haggle you on a minimum you know they'll do those they'll go up the street and this shop's doing a 20 dollars special Holy this shit. fucking dude's doing <laughs> you know like whatever names for 20 bucks and he's trying to cut his teeth and get good and as much as like i want to hate on that shit hopefully that dude gets good at that shit mm-hmm. and like then becomes somebody in arizona that's like repping Representing, the fuck out yep. of it you know yep. because there's so many people that like have like taught themselves or like they get like a shitty apprenticeship and then they're fucking killing it so it's like how, why can't those guys be it too how long do you think it took you to feel like you were good like when like how many years did you be like you know what i'm actually a decent tattooer you know what I mean? Not every, I think a lot of tattooers don't think they're good, but like, when did you finally be like, you know what? <clears throat> I, I can put in a good, solid fucking tattoo. Uh, it was probably like five, five or six years in. So probably right around when I met you. Yep. Like, that's when I was like, oh shit, like, I think I could do a good tattoo. Yeah. You got yeah. people messaging you from Washington being like, yo, you're so dope. And it was like, <laughs> dude, like, to have that happen, it yeah. was like, oh shit, like, cool, that's that's weird you know yeah, yeah, like, yeah that was like one of the first times i've ever had anybody do that shit dude like i said i don't even know how i came across your your instagram for for the people who are listening or watching before i started tattooing i knew that i was going to come to arizona and that's how i was going to start my journey so i don't even know how i came across but i came across manny's instagram and had reached out and being like yo i'm gonna start tattooing and like i was just kind of being like a little you know of like a little fangirl in a way trying to you know take some knowledge and see like what i should do and what i shouldn't do and shit like that and so it's weird to see years from now that, you know, your ears from then where yeah. we're at and shit like that. Yeah. I don't even like remember what I told you back then. You know what I mean? You were hella nice. Otherwise you wouldn't be sitting on this damn couch. Yeah. And <laughs> like, thankfully, you know like, what I mean? I was, cause that was yeah. to me. It was like, I want to represent like Arizona tattooing, like how Mondo, when I met him, mm-hmm. when I was apprenticing, how he represented it to me, Yeah, you know? So it was like important for it to be like that. Yeah. And it's 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 just like that full circle moment, you know, and I don't know. I, I I'm just like stoked that I feel. I'll go back to like when I felt like I was good at tattooing. Like, mm. I feel like I still like struggle with it. Everybody mm. struggles with yeah, it yeah, on yeah. a daily. Absolutely. Um, but it was like five years in, getting messages like that from you, seeing my tattoos, having people be like, "Hey, is Manny here?" Like walking in, and I'm yeah, there, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, what the fuck Who are do you, you want? Yeah, like. <laughs> And like realizing like, oh shit, I'm starting to get busy. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I I had bounced around like a couple shops like here and there. Like I worked at High Noon. And when I worked there, I feel like that was when shit like really started like clicking. Mm-hmm. You know, like learning that like more importantly than doing like all these tattoos, like being consistent was like the most important thing. Hundred percent. Whether that's same inks, same machines every time, same needles every time, same this every time. Mm-hmm. Like seeing like Mikey, I'm trying to think of who was there. I think it was Mikey and then Johnny Wogan. Woo, Johnny Wogan's a killer. That motherfucker. Seeing both of those dudes like <laughs> tattoo and then like watching Johnny like, dude, just like draw everything on, fucking tattoo it. Like mm-hmm. it's like nothing. Like mm-hmm. his skill and finesse is like insane. Dude, he's so good. And then like same with like Mikey's ability to like just like it's like a fucking printer dude yeah and it's like yep the style just like comes through boom like every time yeah it looks it looks like a mikey tattoo every. i, fucking I time. would easily say 
So Johnny Wogan's one of my favorite tattooers in Arizona. I think a tattoo sure. application. I every time I see his tattoos, one of his clients came to my shop. I just saw his client literally a couple of days ago, and instantly when I saw the arm, I was like, "Oh, that's Johnny Wogan did that shit. Love it." But if I ask fifty people who their like top artist maybe slash owner is in Arizona, I'd say forty of them always say Mikey. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's a common thing all the yeah. time. They say as an owner, as a tattooer, as an, you know, technical application, all that. They always end up going that route. Yeah, he's, dude, like he's been tattooing a long time here. You know, like he's technically, I guess what you would consider like older. You know, he's been tattooing like a few years more than I have. I want to say he's like up at like 18 years. I haven't talked to him in a long time. Jesus, I was 10. Yeah. <laughs> dude, so, some shit like that. I think it's like. I was 10 years old. <laughs> I think he's been tattooing five years longer than I have. Or Crazy. So it was like. Like, getting around him and, like, me and him were, like, at the time when I worked there, we were, like, best friends. So, he would, like, fucking share shit with me all the time. We, like, just clicked really good. That's rad. And, like, he would just, like, tell me, like, dude, just set up the same, like, needles and this and this and this yep. every time. And, like, you are you know your tattoo's going to come out like that mm -hmm. every fucking time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that well, makes sense. Well, you got to think, too. If you are using the same, um, same needle sizes, same ink, same everything, you're also building who you are as a tattooer so finding out like like i said with johnny wogan you know a johnny wogan tattoo oh yeah so when you're using the same ones you're not switching it up all the time you, you know all the way down to color palette a lot of people use the same color palette in their tattoos now you're kind of building yourself people are starting to understand who you are when they see your when they see your tattoos they don't need to know who it is they they know they you know what know, i mean they yeah. just know that it's yours so that that kind of coincides with just kind of creating obviously it's not quote unquote your own style necessarily but you kind of presenting it off that way you know what i mean yeah like something that like at least people can like oh that's the red that homeboy uses all the time yeah whatever, exactly you know? exactly exactly 100 and like yeah just like so working with those dudes that those group of dudes like luke uh luke Adele, he mm -hmm. owns uh rattlesnake where mm -hmm. nigel works too him too he's doing crazy trippy weird fucking tattoos mm -hmm. you know and like seeing how those dudes were operating and then me Going there when I worked out here in Glendale, going to there, and me doing like just walk-in tattoos, and then Jeff, who's the other owner, uh, Jeff Galino, him being like, "Dude, your portfolio looks like shit compared to like how you tattoo. What yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, just bad at taking pictures, dude. Yeah, like, update that shit." So then that was when it really like clicked. Like, oh, I'm doing better tattoos. I can like tattoo consistently. I can tattoo well. You take a better picture. Yeah, like learn to take pictures. Like this go flash dude, burns. I like. I literally I, I I will say it every single podcast until I no longer have a podcast. If you're gonna tattoo, you literally in 2022 today, you got to know how to take a photo. You got to know how to post on Instagram. You got to know how to literally do everything everything you don't yeah. gotta ta dude i know some fucking fantastic tattooers that their photos suck their portfolio sucks their everything about them sucks besides the fact that they can do an a fucking amazing, amazing tattoo. tattoo yeah you know what i mean dude in order to be good at good at what you're doing and be successful make more money you know get in the clientele be happy with life as a whole shit be a tattooer that can retire you got to be doing these fucking things. Yeah. You have to make an impact one way or another, not just doing a solid tattoo and then sending people on their way. Yeah, dude, get a fucking accountant too. You know what I mean? All yep. that shit's important. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's like, I think that like within saying all that shit, like 
it's 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 so much to manage like yep. it's also okay for you to like ask for help 100 percent. whether it's like getting an assistant or like being like fucking hey don like dude i don't know who to go to to fucking pay my taxes you got yep. account guy like yep. like reach out to the community that's around you mm-hmm. so you can get like some tips or figure out kind of like what to do um that's you know people aren't going to necessarily be like the most open sometimes that's where like, i was going to get next like they're not going to want to share right mm-hmm. away and shit like that. Like I used to like be very like weary of like asking too many questions yep. because I didn't want to get like shut down, you yep. know? And, uh, but like, just ask if that guy's a dick, move on to the next one. Yeah. Hopefully I'll be nice to you. Like I was nice to you. you See, know? and that's, that's the thing too, is I feel like maybe it's in other industries. I just know that for sure it's in our industry. A lot of people don't want to ask questions because what we were saying earlier, some people just don't want to share knowledge. They don't want to, you know, bring someone else up. They don't want another one. You know what I mean? They don't understand that helping someone out do it the right way is beneficial to our industry. You know what I mean? And not going about it the wrong ways and and doing things they shouldn't be doing. You know what I mean? I tell the guys at the shop all the time, like I'm never apprenticing somebody unless it's like my daughter or my wife. And like the reason being is like, I have all these young tattooers that hopefully will reach out like, Hey man, can I come by and hang out the shop and meet all the guys? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, come in, see us tattoo. Mm -hmm if we can help you with something, it's not just free knowledge. We're not just going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. But if you're familiar and like you come in and we're comfortable around you, like we'll share some shit with you. Yeah. Because to me, like I want everybody, if the goal is to have Phoenix, just like all killers, everybody doing good tattoos all the fucking time, then th- I'll do my part because there's so mm-hmm. many young tattooers in tattooing that like, don't have a place to turn they kind of get like kicked out the door on their apprenticeship and it's like later dude or and then they they are like okay well i think i'm supposed to open a private studio it's like no motherfucker wait 10 years you know yeah don't do that you know and if they had someone like you or me or whoever like just being like no dude like get in a fucking shop go to this shop yep ask them for a job do this do that it'll it'll help you it'll benefit you in the long run so when you do get to the point where you can open that studio or whatever you'll be hyped and you'll have the ability to like make it long last you'll be successful at that point yeah, yeah. there's I, I feel like a lot of people are jumping into it and they don't realize that first of all the first three years of any business can sh- get shut down it could end it could not work out it could not you know you could be not doing something properly so that takes you three years for you to even know if that's even going to happen so you need to know right when you're jumping into it that that's not you starting it you're not yeah. starting it until another three years. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? Wait, I, I I think uh I opened my shop when I hit ten years. And I, cause I always We're like, not gonna talk about that. Fuck. <laughs> dude. And it's like it, to me it's it's one of those things though. Like sometimes you have to build the environment for your own success. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's ten years in, sometimes it's fucking three years in. Mm-hmm. And that's okay too. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is. Like when did you open your shop? Like three years in. Yeah. And it's like to me it's like at least you had been tattooing in the valley. You kind of knew like the the climate of how everything was mm-hmm. running. You had the idea of like, fuck, well, I can open a shop and just try to get a bunch of killers in here and mm-hmm. then fucking represent tattooing how I want to represent mm-hmm. it, which is tight. But like to me, like I had just told myself off the rip. Like, you weren't, yeah, you weren't not really. opening a shop till I'm ten years in. Yeah, and then you know we just hit four years, so it's like sick, you know, fucking crazy. So. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right, all right. Moving along, moving along, moving along. 
Relax, Ruben and Danny. I know you guys are having so much fun back there behind those cameras. <clears throat> they're laughing and they're just enjoying it. They have party hats and whistles. Hit the button, dude. This one? Yeah, that's them right now, dude. Crickets. <laughs> it's funny because they can't hear it. Like, can we fucking leave her? <laughs> Probably. Are you guys ready to go? Good, because I don't care. Ah! He shook his head. He said, I don't care. And he's like, oh. all right, moving along to serious business. Serious business. Let's move along. Okay. We talked about tattoo machines. We talked about artists that we think are doing good. Let's talk about if you had to say something to someone. And I asked everybody this. You had to tell someone who was upcoming. They want to tattoo you right now, starting in 2022. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to be successful they don't want to fail but they don't know you know the, the right path or how to go about it what would be like your general quickness to just tell them what to do this is like pre-apprenticeship or correct or, okay. yep like i want to start tattooing tomorrow Fuck, don't i think it would i don't know man like i because i, I kind of you you get like the people that walk in like oh I'm pretty sure. like where's your portfolio or whatever yeah 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 or, oh what's a portfolio or whatever oh, you know yeah, or like yeah. it's like one of those things like hey like I think it would really be like be respectful of not only like who you're coming and asking for a friendship but be respectful for yourself and like carry yourself like you want to be a professional mm -hmm. you know not not just like oh I do doodles. You know, like I could, I could doodle a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, like if you want to be in professional tattooing, like carry yourself like a professional mm -hmm. and it's not, you don't have to like come in a goddamn suit on, but like, but that'd be nice up, though. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Shake my hand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look at me. Don't show me your fucking Instagram with for a portfolio. Show me an actual portfolio. Yeah. Cause it show, that right there shows you cared. There wasn't just some pictures you took. Yeah, like that, like you could go out of your way and go to Michael's and buy a $10 fucking thing and put your art in it. Yep. You know, that you're investing in your mm -hmm. art to like keep around or to show off or anything like that. It would, it would probably be like that, you know, like don't even worry about like respecting, like even like, cause I hate that fucking word. Respect yourself enough to represent yourself a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Way, yeah. You know? I always tell people like when people, cause I get asked all the fucking dude, the amount of messages I get like, Hey man, how do you start? I always tell people to go to is find a shop or an artist that you just fucking really like. Like you just fuck with everything that you see and then just go spend lots and lots of money on getting tattooed by yeah, them. Just get fucking blasted. Go dude. get fucking blasted by them. Go spend time with them. Go get tattooed by every fucking artist in that shop. Spend, you know, get, get drinks with these motherfuckers. Do all this shit. You get natural respect from a friend. Yeah. From someone you have a relationship with. Once you have established a relationship where a tattooer does understand their client, then you could be like, you know what? Hey, man, like I actually have thought about tattooing, blah, 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 blah. But bam! Pull out the portfolio and be like, look, this I've been drawing, dude. I always tell people, the, like my approach when I was trying to learn, unfortunately, I wasn't taken in. But I tell every single person. I walked in, even to our, when I first started tattooing artistic, I walked in and said, hey, I did these tattoos in my bedroom. I didn't want to. I try to get an apprenticeship. I fucking suck. Can you help me make me better? Like, I just want to be better. I love I love it. I want to do it. I suck. They legit looked at me like, 
you think you suck? And I'm like, 100%. And they're like, all right, you're hired. Let's get it. And I'm like, oh, and that's I, oh, bet. Like, there should be more places like that. You know, mm-hmm. not that it's like everybody's responsibility to make sure everybody gets good, but like, even like, I sucked out of the beginning of my apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. Apprenticeship or not, like, I fucking sucked. It wasn't good. Like, I took my portfolio of tattoos to the dudes at golden roll at the time. Like this was like back in the day when it was like, who was there? Taylor Ryan, Jason, Anthony, Alex MP, Chris, this dude, Chris, I can't remember. Chris Robin, maybe was his last name. I think I was like, Hey, can you guys fucking critique this portfolio? And they fucking ripped it. dude. They were <laughs> like, this shit sucks. Like <laughs> this is not good. This one's okay. This is fucking bad. You need to change this. Like, and they ripped it, but it was like, that showed me they cared because they could have just yep. been like, yep, no. Yeah, cool. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. They look good. Dude. You know, that's almost Holy worse. fuck. Like. That bugs me. You know, like, because like, that's worse. Because yep. like, if you instill that someone's doing good, instead of telling them they're doing bad, what are they going to continue to do? Bro. Do bad. This you know? is a topic that literally irks me every time. Ali, I don't know if you follow know who Ali is at my shop. I think she just followed me. Okay, tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I showed her your Instagram. Okay, so she was at another shop, and this her mentor at the time, pretty much was like, "Oh yeah, you're doing good. Like good job. You know, good job, good job, good job. You're killing it. Oh, good job. Oh, what do you think about this? Oh, good job. Every time, everything. Yeah. Okay. So she wasn't learning, dude. And her artistic ability, like drawing wise, is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like absolutely fucking fantastic. Right. Yeah. But her tattoos fucking suck because someone is just telling her you're that doing good, good yeah. right? Well, you know, time spent with her and whatnot, she finally comes to my shop, and then that's when I did it. And I was like, yo, I sucked for a very long time. Unless you want to be just like me, sucking for a very long time, stop fucking doing this, 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 and this, and only do this, and you might be good. Two weeks later, slaying it. Month later, holy fuck. Six months later, boom. Now, booked months and months and months in advance yeah she's only been tattooing two fucking years dude it's one of those things like if only if, two years like if you invest into like again like invest in your communities your people that are around you in your shop or you know, everybody hates confrontation no one likes that shit everybody doesn't like the uncomfortability of it mm-hmm. you know because on both it, sides. Yeah. And it makes you, because it makes you feel fight or flight. It makes you like, oh, fuck. Like, this dude don't like me because mm. he's fucking telling me I suck. You yeah, know? yeah. Or you're delivering it and you're like, fuck. Like, this feels yeah. people like an asshole, you yeah. know? Um, but do it. Like, that's only going to make the person you're telling grow and you grow as a person. Mm-hmm. And everybody benefits. You know, if it's somebody who works at your shop and you're telling them that shit, guess what? They're going to get better. Hopefully they stick around. And yeah. they're going to thank you for being honest rather than you blowing smoke up their ass. A hundred percent. And honestly, it's, it sounds weird, but like you get like a, a different type of loyalty when you, f- when someone feels like you benefited whatever the fuck they're doing, whether it's taking a picture and you're like, yo, if you do this, it's going to be better. And it gets better. They get, you get a type of respect from that, that comes and grows to loyalty, which is why a lot of the shops that you see have the same people in it for years and years yeah. because someone is teaching them. They're helping each other and they'll build in kind of a mutual respect that one another is just kind of tossing shit at each other and they're getting better and better every single day, every single tattoo, every single drawing, every time. Yeah, because you're like pushing each other. Yep. Rather than it just being like you struggling in the corner 
in a quiet ass shop where no one talks to each other yeah or everybody's just telling each other they're doing good because they don't want that confrontation exactly or who am i to yep. tell you that you're not doing good or whatever it is you know like be honest with each other yep. and like help each other out the most hey like hey i noticed like you're struggling with this this is what i do why don't you try that out yeah, yeah. and like if you're open to it like my rule of thumb is like i'll try everything once yep in tattooing it may like, not be your thing but it might work yeah it might do exactly inks, what you need it needles yep, yep. cartridges What's, try it once and even the worst that happens is you gain some some sort of education from it yeah whether it's something like oh i'm not gonna do that or i am i think the one thing that's really cool and you, you kind of mentioned it for like half a second is when you're teaching someone something or you're showing them something it does teach you right so i've caught myself honestly for some reason lately i've caught it in like a almost like a flashback kind of view so I'll look at someone and be like, hey, you, you haven't really been painting too much. Like, you know, you were painting a lot for a while. Like, you haven't really painting. If you keep your artistic ability above, you know, your tattoo ability, like, everything's going to grow. And then I'll step back and be like, oh, shit. I haven't fucking painted at all this week yeah. or all this month. Or, you know, hey, don't use your mag that way. You're going to start chewing people up. And then all of a sudden, boom, flashback. I'm in the middle of a tattoo. And I'm like, oh, shit, I kind of shouldn't be doing that. I need to angle my, my shit properly. So like you kind of are teaching yourself or reminding yourself things that you should and should not be doing when you're helping other people do what they should or should not be doing. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, cause I think it's like, I I've talked to people about like apprenticing stuff. Mm -hmm. They're like this motherfucker don't learn. It's like, you're trying to teach this dude shit. You forgot. And that, and you, <laughs> you forgot like, all the little micro adjustments you used to have to do when yep. you first like yep. started, yep. you know, like how to like pull your machine towards you yep. or push a needle or push a line or whatever it is. Like you forgot all that stuff because it's second nature now. Uh -huh. So trying to Facts. teach somebody something that is second nature is super hard. Cause you gotta like pull it out of yourself yeah. and remind yourself again of like, Oh, why do I do that again? Like, yeah. it's not just because that's the way you do it. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of people do get apprenticeships where it's like that. Yeah. Like, you just do it this way and that's why. Yeah. And it's like, well, you especially now have apprentices going like, well, why? Yeah. And it's like, fuck. Like, I don't know why. Just just how I do it. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm definitely guilty of it right now. Like I have an apprentice right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and her artistic ability also is better than mine. Yeah. Better than mine ever was. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'll be like, yo, do this. And she's like, why? And I'm like, just do it. <laughs> Why do you do it? Do it because I. Because that's I what so, I do yeah. it. Do it. I, I. I don't fucking know. I've been doing this fucking shit, so you fucking do it. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's, <laughs> it's easier to explain than to like really have to like dig like oh fuck why well like, yeah why? I can't remember I just, why that's just what I do <laughs> yeah because it's like somebody told me once and yeah it's yeah like worked ever since yeah exactly so um, you definitely gotta practice what you preach man if you're gonna if you're telling someone and I got again I'm I gotta get it myself too. Um, if you're going to teach someone or show someone, hey, do this, this, and this, your ass better be doing the same fucking thing. Yeah. And it's, I, dude, honestly, like, that's my, my whole, like, time I've been tattooing. Like, I think the first year I, like, partied and, like, realized, like, oh, I'm going to forget all this shit. So I stopped drinking and, like, stopped, like, doing all a bunch of stupid shit. You don't drink? Mm-mm. Well, um, like, I drink socially every fucking once a while once okay. in a while i just i'm not like i used to fucking get slammed like every fucking night you know what i mean like for loco back in the day like doing wild shit Ooh, you know what i mean god damn yeah hey like, if you guys are listening and you hear the word for loco and it doesn't make your eyes go oof, you're tripping dude and it was like the old school shit where i was like 
dude, we're not doing <laughs> tight shit. Like, <laughs> definitely should have gone to jail a couple yeah, times. Yeah, you yeah. Know? He's over here drinking four locos, tagging trains and shit. Dude, exactly that, honestly. <laughs> and, like, not in a good way because I'm driving my car around fucking smash with one eye open like like a dumbass, like, kid, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think it was, like, I had a fucking gnarly hangover one day and I was, like, trying to tattoo someone and I fucking... Miserable. Had the loudest machine ever, which is how I got the nickname of the machete because mm-hmm. I used to run this fucking Ryan Downey machine that mm-hmm. was, like, so fucking loud, dude. And... Someone came in, it was right after that Danny Trejo movie came out, and they were like, what the fuck, bro? You're going to cut someone's arm off with that machine? And, like, said just that. Kinda, yeah. yeah, so, it like, nice. when Instagram came around. But it was so loud in my ear when I was hungover that I was like, yo, like, this is fucking brutal. Also, this is really fucked up I'm tattooing someone hung- this hungover. Yeah, you kind of just reflashed it back. Yeah, yeah, like, guilt tripped me into, like, your clients deserve the best parts of you because they show up hydrated, they ate something ready to go, ready to get a good tattoo. Like I shouldn't be hung over trying to take a nap in the back before they get there. That's not cool. You know? So yeah, don't do that. I'm just kidding. I don't do that. I'm just like, nah, uh, do you see this energy? This energy eats hangovers. All right. Let's be real for a second. I mean, I wake up and I'm ah, bye bye. Say, hangover, dude, you probably go, fucking baby. just plow through that shit. No problem. Like I'm oh, good, yeah. dude. Aspirin you later. Do you think I'm drunk right now? probably exactly motherfucker uh i i'm sober dude drunk off burgers (laughs) dude uh i i think from then it was like that's when i realized like if i don't pay attention or remind myself all these like little micro things that you lose in translation over the years when i go to help somebody or go to teach somebody or something like that i'm not gonna i'm gonna be stuck in that boat like oh I don't know. And then you look like kind of like a dumbass, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not <clears throat> come off way more dickish than like a mentor. Yeah. And it's like, I don't ever want to do that. So anytime I've ever like sh- helped somebody, whether they were in their apprenticeship and I'd be like, yeah, come over and draw and like whatever. I just made sure to always have the answer of like, oh, why do you do it like that? And then being able to be like, okay, cool. This, like, this, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this, 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 this. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of art and stuff, <clears throat> I was going to ask you, and I'm going to put you on blast on the podcast. I want to start a paint night. You do? And I want to start it with a bunch of tattoo shops. Okay. So not just in-house. Like, I'm talking about, like, AZ. Like, I feel yeah. like, I feel like again, none of, we've done it a couple times. We've gone to um, um, Colossus Tattoo. Yeah, Colossus did it. Golden Road used to do it, like, yeah. fucking way, like, 13 years That's ago. That's what I'm saying. No one does it anymore. Mm-hmm. And we do it at my shop. So once a week, my shop just stays, over, you know, Sunday night, and we just paint. Yeah, that's sick. You know what I mean? But I kind of want to start it, but I figured I'd ask you because let's be real, traditional heads are going to be the best way to start it because it's it's what we do. We you know we do flash and shit. Yeah, it's we should start one. We should. We just got to find like a good spot to do it. You know what I mean? Right, we like easy. Be super. It would be super easy. I mean, let's talk about it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I think, dude. Yeah, I think it'd be tight, dude. Just get a ba- bunch of fucking tattoos and shit. Um, a buddy of mine is putting on an art show. Okay. And how dope would it be that we, you know, we're doing, you know, weekly or monthly, you know, paint nights and shit. And those paintings that we're doing on those nights are the ones that are involved in an art show and shit. That'd be tight. So a buddy of mine just did one not too long ago. And uh, he raised like $35,000 on a paint night uh, for autism. God damn, that's sick. 35 grand one night for all and donated all to an artistic charity. Yeah, that's rad. Dude. Like that's just tight, and that's just stuff. We're just that's, we're just doing exactly what we do, anyways. We're just still gonna paint. We're yeah, still doing flash, it. and you know what I mean, shit like that. We're just gonna hang it. Well, this is 
everywhere. Big thing with like paint nights and shit is we, we just got to make sure like we're like starting small, getting the group. Yep. Building the group like yep. slowly. Because every time I feel like it tries to get like big ass paint night, it's like it'll happen one time and then everyone's like, oh, too many fucking yep. people. Holy yep. shit. No, I agree. You know? I, I agree. You know, a, a few people and then we're doing it multiple times the same few people. We also don't like know each other. Like none of us are hanging out with each other. So like we're getting comfortable with one another. And then once that settles, then we're like, all right, we might be able to bring a couple of person, people back in, you know, more in. Yeah. And then you do it again. And then now it's kind of like more like a friend group that does paint shit. You know what I mean? Which, again, we already do anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think like it, that's the one thing that I would say like a lot of what Arizona lacks is like the tattooers that are like all doing shit. Like we don't hang out. 100%. We might know each other. We might... um you know, when we run into each other, oh, what's up, blah, 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 mm-hmm. like this and that, like be cool, like there's no bad blood or anything like that, but there's not that like sense of like community where like, oh, driving by a homeboy, homeboy shop, like, oh, I should stop, stop by that, yep. so-and-so, yeah. you know? It sucks, like, man. That kind of thing, and I don't know what it is, like I always like blame it on like the desert, like uh, like tell people's like desert mentality, like, yeah, everyone yeah. kind of sticks to their mm-hmm. own, like hiding yeah. under the rock and shit, and it's cool, but it'd be cooler to see people like outside of a convention like mm-hmm. i don't do conventions because i'm like oh, i'm not into that like i'll go say what's up and shit and like walk around but i don't tattoo at them but like it would be a lot cooler to have people pop in mm-hmm. when you're driving by yep hey what's up dude how are you guys doing? damn like, i drive by your shop all the time dude pop in i'm gonna have up. to yeah. i'm gonna have to they're gonna be like oh fuck he did a podcast with don don now this motherfucker showing up at the shop yeah. <laughs> uh well, like Avi, Avi was saying that you had reached out to him. Absolutely. And he was like, oh, dude, I don't know. I'm not that good at t- or talking or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, just listen to one of the episodes. So I was like, I should probably do that. And I listened to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, he moves the conversation like really good. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And told him that. I was like, just fucking do it. You know, I'll let you know how it goes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, hopefully he'll fucking do it. Cause I just really like his shit, dude. Well, he's like, that's just what it is. His shit's dope. And I met him at a convention and. He didn't have a problem talking. We chatted. It was cool. Yeah. I think he's just probably being hard on himself. Honestly, I mean, this is not easy for everybody. You know what I mean? It's not easy having three fucking cameras on you and you're being recorded. Like, I get it. But, like, that's why I like this podcast because it's really meant to be more raw, way more straightforward. We're just having a conversation, man. You know, this isn't planned out. You and I didn't have a template. There's not any cards in the background. We're literally just talking. Yeah. If people want to listen, rad. If not, they're fucking losers. And that's just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, dude, like this, but again, it's like always touch it back on that like thing. Like this is the shit that Arizona does need. Yeah. You know? And it's like, so that way people do feel more connected or whatever it is. Cause there's like, again, it's like back to the same thing, dude. There's a lot, a lot of heavy hitters, dude. Like mm-hmm. a fucking, uh, Aaron Riddle, fucking amazing tattoo. Fucking dope. Dude. Insane. Dope. Tattooer, yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think what I posted that I was coming on here, he like mentioned that you loved your trophies. He's like, oh, that dude loves his trophies, huh? I love my trophies. And I was like, well, someone has to. Yeah, yeah. No you know? one else is going to yeah. love it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like one of those things. Like, I know that like everybody would get along to a certain degree. Yep. You know, because a lot of us are in that like era between eight and 15 years mm-hmm. where it's not new school, like newer, younger generation. But we're not this like old school like yep. where we can relate to the like some of that style yep. like of thinking and shit. We're caught in the middle of both, so we take from both, you yep. know. So why not like? See, that's the thing too is I feel like if the community was closer, it'd be better. Because like right now, it's it's like high school. 
the stereotypes are super big, but it's not like hatred. So like, I don't think every tattooer hates one another, but it's like the jock doesn't necessarily talk to, you know, the leadership program leader. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not doing that. But for all we know, they'd be best fucking friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that kind of scenario. It's just people don't put themselves in that, like that situation to get comfortable. Yeah. And moving on past that, I do love my motherfucking trophies because tattooers don't want to give me credit. So I'm going to get it elsewhere. I'm going to get it elsewhere. Dude, All right. Trophies are, you should just build a huge rack in the bathroom. So then everyone's like, why the fuck are they in the bathroom? That'd be sick. Yeah, dude. My my shop. Just covered in them? They're just on the floor now because I don't even know. Fuck, put them. You don't know where to put them? Put them in a t-shirt can and shoot them across the floor. I might, I, yeah. At this point, I might as well just burn them for fire for warmth. Dude. Give him, listen, give him to Sam. Listen. Give him to Sam. <laughs> oh, my God. Li- I hate you. <laughs> listen. Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit on this topic for like 30 seconds. For the people who are listening, the only reason why I do the contest and I like the trophies and shit like that is because it's my way of showing that I'm keeping consistent and I'm growing, right? So I'm not just doing one show a year. I'm doing, you know, you know 10 to 20 shows a year all over the United States. So if I go somewhere and I enter a contest and I place, it's to me, my own personal reasons is showing me that I'm still elevating. I'm still helping myself grow and I'm still able to keep up with these people who are hard hitters. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, dude, I, Hell City just happened, right? And I just won the category that I was really hoping for and I actually, I beat people I look up to. You know what I mean? So to me, it wasn't to be like, oh, you fucking suck. It was like, holy fuck, like, I'm, I, I feel like I'm actually starting to understand what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Well, it's like the same idea of like, do you want to like, at least for me when I was like coming up in tattooing and like why I went to high noon was like, I looked at those dudes like Johnny and all them like, like fuck, like they're mm-hmm. good, you know? So you throw yourself in the deep end. Yeah. See if you can fucking swim yeah. and hopefully you learn some shit. Well, see, and that's the thing too. It's like, it's not like I'm dude. I'm not like, I'm not entering 50 tattoos and then 49 of them win. It's not yeah. like that, but I'm, I'm entering as I go. So if I get anything, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, okay, I got fifth, I got, you know, fifth place. All right. I got to do this, this and this to get better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think people just cause I'm showing the world, you know, I'm posting it on my Instagram and stuff. I'm showing it. So like it comes off a certain way, but they don't fucking know me. They don't know how I look at it. Cause like right now people come to my shop and be like, Oh, the trophy's cool. 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 I'm still tattooing. I'm not paying attention to all that shit. I'm not looking for the clout, yeah. but guess what? At the end of the day, the clients that come to my shop, they pay my bills, right? The clients that come to my shop, they pay my bills. They give me money. So if the trophies that are sitting in my station or in my shop are what make them want to get tattooed by me, bet. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, it's like aesthetically, definitely like to someone who isn't involved in tattooing. That's what I'm saying. But like, it, it definitely makes them like, oh shit. Like, exactly. It and it's cool. Don't know? get me wrong. Like I want tattooers to fuck with me, but there's, it's not priority. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, the clients that are like happy that they went to me, you know, or their tattoo won a trophy or whatever it is, that is more pleasant to me than someone being like, you know what, man, he fucking really likes trophies or he just looking for this and this and this. Come get tattooed by me or come hang out with me, experience me as a person yeah. and then make your judgment about what you think you know. Yeah. And I, I think you know what like, I'm saying? Yeah. And and obviously to touch on what Aaron was saying, I'm pretty sure he's just busting balls, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. And like. All that shit. So I don't want to paint him to be like a dick. No, no. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually I'm, reaching out to him too for this because I actually like him for this as well. Yeah, and I'm and I'm sure it's probably just gets old to you to like always have to be like, fuck. I gotta like, dude, it's fine. Like, it's just a fucking plastic trophy. Yeah, you, yeah. Want, you want me to? Go, I can go buy you one and drop it off <laughs> in your fucking tat shack, number one sick tat shack. You know, like fuck off. Yeah, like it. It is to the general public. 
that isn't familiar with like contests and shit like that, it is impressive. Yeah. So it makes sense. Like, why not have? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing as getting like a best of new times award, like best tattoo. Shop. Exactly, exactly. Why are you doing that if you don't need it? Yeah. At the end of the day, there are there's a reason for them, and there's a reason to enter, and there's a reason for that. It's not always the clout or the attention or whatever the fuck people want to consider it as. It is there are plenty of benefits to it. Just because maybe other people aren't taking advantage of it or trying doesn't mean that it's wrong. Yeah. If that makes sense, you know what and I mean? Yeah, and to dude to to even just hear your side of it to be like. Um, have it be that like thing that is like as a shop owner that is like making you throw yourself in the deep end to, like test where you're at. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. You own a shop now. Now you can't go, but you can't be like, fuck, I'm tired of this place. I'm going to go work with these dudes exactly. and try to get better. Well, now you go to a convention, you enter your tattoos, gauge and see where you're at. Cool. Like that makes yeah. a lot more sense. And I'm yeah. sure and hopefully me bringing that up does explain that a lot to people that you know probably bust your balls or like say yeah, whatever yeah. and hate it, on it you know yeah and i appreciate it the thing about it is like i i don't i, I don't, i'm not mad at people for doing it i just feel like it ends up being a topic like fucking every fucking conversation i have with another tattooer or something like that it always ends up being a thing and i always say the same thing if you don't know someone or you haven't experienced it i mean this is the first time we've sat and talked yeah I'm sure in your head you either are making up your mind one way or another. Like, okay, maybe he's not that bad of a dude. Or, yeah, he, he is fucking annoying or whatever it is. Like, But you're able to experience it yourself. Yeah. You finally are understanding who I am. So like that outside of what Instagram says or what your cousin's mom, sister's brother's tattooer said. You know what I mean? So, like, c come experience it for yourself before you, like, push judgment on something. You know what I mean? Just because I enter a lot of contests doesn't mean I'm, like, some bad dude or like have some ego and shit. I just want to get better. Dude, there's yeah. there's tattooers that have been tattooing 20 years that are entering this shit. Dude, that, what are they doing? They're trying to get clout? No, they fucking already made it. Mike Chambers entered. Yeah. Mike Chambers is a fucking goat. Yeah. Tell, go go ahead and tell him that he's looking for something else, a clout or something. Yeah, and to, to <laughs> you, me, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, I think a lot of it is, you know, like you said, like, it doesn't need to be like, something defining to you exactly you know and like i would say 100 percent, like me coming on here and talking to you like it's totally changed like my mind on even who i thought you were like mm -hmm. your online representation and whatever else it is like it i knew that i had chatted with you here and there whatever like you were cool you might have like talked and yelled and laughed and fucking been crazy when i was around you once yeah, yeah. and maybe yeah it was kind of like annoying but I'm not going to like make five minutes of me being around you and you posting tattoo trophies, a whole defining thing on who you are. Mm. You know, this is more definitely a lot more defining Yeah, yeah. because it's more raw. Like you were talking yeah, yeah. about, you know, and that's, that's tight. Yeah. And it's, I mean, we were fucking being recorded, recorded, recorded. There's nothing to hide. There ain't nothing fake. There's no editing needed. You know what I mean? So like what you're getting is, what it is yeah you know, you know what yeah I'm saying? And it's like you know it's just like kind of put more emphasis on like the part where maybe do people are like yeah i like him but he's annoying it is whoop, definitely whoop. put more emphasis on oh i, I this dude's tight more, like yeah, i yeah, like yeah. him yeah, yeah, you yeah. know he you know like he might maybe he's just being funny and you guys are taking it too goddamn yeah, serious. Ma yeah maybe i'm just enjoying life and you guys are just sensitive <laughs> everybody is sensitive fucking spooky season dude <laughs> You better chill, dude. Some pumpkin spice bitch show up. Okay, okay. So just a little bit more. 
It's a little bit more. <laughs> you said it's fucking spooky season. Dude. Again, you guys can't hear it, so you guys have to enjoy the, the fun over here. But it's cool. He's just going to laugh. <laughs> they, they need headphones, dude. So yeah, we should. We should I have to say, we need to adapt next time, and you guys get a little... You know what I'm saying? All right. So, the one thing that every single person on the podcast, they get, they get the same thing. Everyone. I want you to ask me a question. Any question you could ever imagine... Either whether it's something you want to know, whether it's an opinion, whether it's specific, anything you want, and I'll answer it. Every single guest has asked me one question. For instance, just as a reference, people have asked, why do people hate you? What needles do you use to pack this, this, and this? Or yeah, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Just one thing that you think might be a decent topic that you think I can answer or maybe wouldn't want to answer. Okay. Because uh, we kind of talked about like apprenticeships and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like if you could go back and reapproach it like would you take a traditional apprenticeship to get into tattooing okay so if i could start all all over i would 100% want an apprenticeship 100% i wanted one in the first place yeah but i was in, a, in a, an area where they just they weren't willing to share knowledge so that's why i moved to arizona okay and so thinking arizona would be you know so saturated that it was going to be more e- like it was going to be easier you know what i mean yeah i think that you learn by yourself at such a slower rate and I feel like even now, I mean, I've been tattooing eight years now, and I feel like I should have been at the level I am right now, you know, two years ago. Okay. Reason being is my mental state. I feel like it's, it, yeah, I got through it, and yeah, I was, you know, I self taught myself and blah, 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 blah. But if I had shown someone showed me what not to do, the growth process would have been so much faster, and I would have understood so much more instead of trial and error. Because that's pretty much all it was, man. It's trial and error like a motherfucker. So you feel like like the the aspects of like just learning to technically tattoo would have helped you like a lot faster. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. The thing yeah. about it is I wasn't an artist before I tattooed. I yeah. never drew nothing like that. N- never. So I honestly think that you can teach yourself anything. It sounds corny and stuff, but like literally you can't tell me I can't do shit. I have a mental stability that I feel like if you told me fuck tattooing and you were going to be a fucking professional UFC fighter, professional photographer, literally damn near anything, I would do it. Yeah. So the drawing part, I think, was not necessarily, it was the hardest part, but it was the easiest mentally. But being able to do a tattoo, and then it sucked, and then do another tattoo, and it sucked. That is the most mentally draining, sucking, defeating thing possible. So if I would have had someone there being like, yo, do this, don't do this, you fucking suck, stop doing this, blah, 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 I would have just shut my fucking mouth and did it. So that way, you know, years later, I was way better. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think a traditional apprenticeship through the right mentor is always the way to go. Yeah. 100%. Self-taught, yeah. you, you you get yourself in the door, but that door is shutting right off the bat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I, I feel like most people's answer is, like, similar to that. Yeah. you, you know? Dude, your, your brain only gets you so far, man. People have knowledge that you don't have. It's that simple. Like you were saying, brother, whether they're an apprentice 20 years, five years, like someone's got something that you don't. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so it, absorbing like it. As long as you're open to that, which is cool to like, especially like here, like you, that you're like open to. Like I might, I might be teaching somebody to tattoo currently or helping somebody out of their apprenticeship that they're trying to get better. But, that they're able to like teach you shit too. Absolutely, you know? dude. Like 
dude, literally Mark from my last podcast said it so perfectly. The the day that you feel like you already learned it all, the day that you feel like you don't need to grow with what's happening is the day you quit on yourself. Yeah. Dude, I'm not quitting shit. Unfortunately, all the tattooers and all the people who w- wish I wasn't here, they're shit out of fucking luck. I'm going to stay tattooing. I'm going to stay growing. I'm going to stay getting better. And if someone new, someone old, someone who's not even in this fucking industry, if they can teach me something, I'm in. Yeah. Like, I'm in, dude. I'm fucking in. Well, I think it's like, like you've been mentioning, like, there's so much more to tattooing now other than just doing, being the guy that tattoos on the block and there's yep. nobody else left for 20 bucks. Exactly. Anymore. Exactly. Um, so you, you learn and learn to adapt like a lot more from mm-hmm. more sources. Yep. Than and, just and, like the mentorship. And you don't have to take it all. That's what, that's what, that's what bugs me. If I tell you right now, Hey, only use these type of liners. You'll have the best lines ever. You don't have to do it. It might help you. And maybe it will, maybe it won't. And you don't got to do it, but at least take it in and be like, you know what? Like it might be a possibility. Yeah. And again, like, you know what I mean? The, like I, like I said, like I always try everything once. Yep. So if you like handed me a needle or a pack of needles, like you would try it, try this. Tell me if you like it. Yeah. It, It makes my lines better. It might make yours. I would go and fucking try it. Mm-hmm. And like, it might be just for like one line. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, I fucking chunked them up. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. toss it. But at least I can try it. And then when you go, hey man, did you like that needle? I can go like, oh no, my machines run too fast, too slow, too yeah, exactly. hard, too soft. But you experienced it. it. Yeah. You took an opportunity to get better. Didn't need to necessarily benefit you, but you took the opportunity to try. Whether it failed or not, you, you gave it a shot. You gave it yeah. a shot. That which that right there shows that you care. That right there shows that you want to get better, that you're open to other people's knowledge and shit like that. Dude, I'm sorry. There is fucking 5,000 ways to fix a car. None of them are the quote-unquote right proper yeah. way. People do it differently. There's fucking billions of tools that do the exact same fucking thing. Yeah. It's like the like what I was saying. Like The destination is the same. Yep. It's a good tattoos. There's 900 paths there. Yep, 100%. Just fucking do that, you know? Yeah, I think at the end of the day... If you have knowledge to share, share it. It is up to someone else to take that knowledge, whether it is good or bad, and have it benefit them. I think bad knowledge is beneficial. I think knowledge that you don't want to listen to is still beneficial. Yeah. All of it is beneficial. Bro, it's literally like saying the, what's that quote that one always says, like uh, all publicity is bad publicity? Or all publicity is good publicity, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 right? All information is good. Yeah. All of it's good. None but of it's bad. It's like sometimes it's like, I, I don't know. I agree. Cause it's like uh, one of those things where like you might be watching somebody at a convention do a tattoo and you're like, I'm not doing that. I'm not yeah, going to fuck yeah. with that, you know? Yep. Or like whatever it is, that machine hits too hard or whatever it is. Like, I think that that goes like way further mm-hmm. and like you can, me and you can share information with each other and you might be like listening, but some people like listen and don't actually hear what you say. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. 100%. Versus like some people do. You yeah. Know? They're taking it. Taking they're it like, and taking it. Oh yeah. They, they'll do what I do. Like try it at least once and yeah. then be like, fuck, like I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sorry. And it's like, you don't have to be sorry. But it's not going to hurt option, you. It's you know? not going to hurt you. Yeah. At Please least tell you know, me how trying something is going to hurt you. Yeah. And like, like you said, like at least now, you know, stay, stay away from that. Exactly. Shit Cause you're going to, you still learn what someone up or whatever it is. You, you know what I mean? I mean, photographers and videographers and stuff like that. Someone says, hey, use this lens. You're not going to be like, no, fuck that lens. That lens fucking sucks. You're probably going to try it and be like, oh, shit. Like, 
that lens is actually better than what I've been using or, or, you know, that edit or that filter or that, you know, the ISO, whatever the hell it is, you're taking it in, give it a shot. If it benefits your stuff, dope. If not, try it, give it a shot. And it might just be one of those things where like, too, like, I think I have like plenty of shit in my station and I literally have it for that one time I need it Mm -hmm. because I used it once. I was like, Oh, this would be really good for stippling. Yeah. Yeah. This specifically, you know, whatever it is. And that's like, maybe I barely do stipple tattoos anymore, Mm -hmm. but at least I have it in case it it comes up. Yeah. Oh no, man. At the end of the day, this is a fucking honestly perfect way to end the podcast. I think the easiest way to explain it is just simple as that. If you have the opportunity to take in some knowledge, take it. Doesn't need that doesn't mean that you need to use it. Just take it in, understand it, acknowledge it, and then do it what you please with it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. And like I think you hit it like right on the fucking head with that shit. Like not all information is good information and not all information is bad information. Yep. It's just there. Take it in, use it. Simple as that. But for now, we are going to end this tat chat podcast. And don't forget to follow Manny on his Instagram, which is Manny underscore the machete. If you guys are looking for a big ass, badass, bold ass tattoo, this is your guy. Make sure to stay tuned for his tattoos. And we will see you next time. We out. Yeah. Thanks for having me, dude. Yeah, of course. Peace. Peace.